0: Hello and welcome to Mistakes Were Made, I'm AJ Fry. This is the very first episode of my new podcast, and it's also the first and only take I'm recording of this introduction because this is a podcast about mistakes and learning from them, so I may as well include my own. Also, I'll use any excuse to avoid editing, and writes free classical music to underscore whatever the hell I want. Uh, The format for Mistakes Were Made was in part inspired by the TIFU, or Today I Fucked Up, subreddit, where people submit written stories of mistakes they've made anonymously. Most often, these short stories are hilarious, but sometimes they're more earnest and sincere, and occasionally they're quite serious, or even tragic. Whatever the case, I always find them compelling and relatable. Maybe that's because I've got 36 years' experience making all kinds of mistakes. My original idea was to invite interesting people for a short interview before reading one of these anonymous stories together to hopefully inspire us to share some of our own stories of mistakes made... in front of a live audience. That part might be a mistake. Maybe my guests would feel more comfortable talking privately. But this past summer, I overcame my fears of getting it wrong, and I booked a venue, invited interesting guests, And put on a live show because I thought it would be a great way to get back to doing the only kind of work I know how to do. Talking to interesting people about themselves. So I'll be back after the live recording to offer some corrections for the mistakes made on stage. To present a word from our sponsor, which may or may not be real. And to offer a tease from the next episode of Mistakes Were Made. Now, let's head to Burdock Brewery on Bloor Street in Toronto on the night of Monday, August 5th, 2019. What you're about to hear has been to the best of my abilities mixed and mastered, but is otherwise entirely raw and uncut. Enjoy. In his novel Ulysses, James Joyce wrote, A man of genius! Did I say it wrong again, Sarah? I nailed it! Alright, I said Ulysses earlier at home. It's wrong. In his novel Ulysses, James Joyce wrote, A man of genius makes no mistakes, his errors are volitional, and are portals to discovery. I'm A.J. Fry, and this is Mistakes Were Made. Joining me for my chat and personal reflection, Kiss92.5's very own, damn it, Maury, it's Maury Sherman. Yeah.
1: Thanks for having me. Maury, welcome. Thank you so much. I brought my uh, reserve from my chair seat. Good. Sign. You see how quickly
0: I wrote that down? Maury, I think I spelled people's names wrong on their reserved sheets anyway. All kinds of mistakes tonight. Uh, and I wanted to know, why did you make the mistake of saying yes when I asked you to do this?
1: Oh no, uh, so you wrote and I forwarded it to my husband saying, should I do
0: this? And he said, well, it's about mistakes and that's all you do, so you should. (laughs) I feel like I can ignore my my list of questions and maybe jump in right there because I know one of the most recent things that you did that uh, upset your husband was an interaction with Prince Harry. So set up maybe. I
1: didn't even know you knew that. Oh yeah,
0: of course. (laughs) Everyone knows that. It was international news. But before we talk about that, maybe you should set up what it is that you do and how maybe we, we know one another. It's, we got some Maury fans in the crowd, Kiss 92.5 fans. Oh, don't just cheer because
1: you want to be heard on the podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, we know each other. I mean, first of all, so I'm with Kiss 92.5's Roz and Mocha show. Yeah. have been doing that for nine years. The show's been on for 10, but I've seen you at like a million junkets on red carpets and... You know, just
0: ar- around town and stuff. So You always have a GoPro on your head. Like, on attached to a
1: helmet, yeah. <laughs> yes. Because I sort of created that because then it sort of stands out, and the celebrities will be drawn to you. I mean, not re- realizing that they'll think you're special, <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> but it works.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been <laughs> right Madonna's next Madonna's publicist you.
1: was like, this guy's my favorite. Go talk to him. Oh. I'm like, hey, why not?
0: This is <laughs> a hook. Yeah. So what happened with Prince Harry?
1: Um, I really wanted a moment with him, and I knew that they weren't doing any interviews or any press. Yeah. So I thought, well, it's the only way that I can get to meet him is if I stand where all of the fans are, right? And have no microphone, nothing, and just be a fan, right. even though I was recording everything on my
0: cell phone. You went covertly into the fan zone where yeah, yeah, journalists yeah. are not yeah, permitted. I'm a fan, too. Why not, right? Well, no, I'm not that's lying. Sure.
1: And so I was, like, gushing sort of half-truth and half-not to his people. Yes. Like, oh, my God, I love this guy so much. And they were, okay, so well, maybe we'll bring him to you, we don't know. And then they, I guess they filled him in or whatever and he's um, walking by and I'm in, you have a split second to think, what are you gonna say to catch his attention? So I just so start yelling.
0: was this planned? Or was this a split second decision of what you it said? Because what you said was pretty interesting. Well,
1: it was planned like the second before it happened. Okay. So, I mean, that counts. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'd leave my husband for you! I'd leave my husband for you! And he comes walking over and I'm like, oh,
0: shit. Worried he's gonna <laughs> accept?
1: Well, I mean, he's really, really smart in not answering anything that can be quoted, right? So I'm like, I don't know if you heard, I'd leave my husband for you. And he's like, oh, how long have you been here? You know, not really answering Deflack, anything. Deflacks, yeah. Yeah. And then I asked him, I go, when you travel, do you use your own shampoo or the hotel shampoo? <laughs> to which he said, I don't use shampoo. Yeah, whoa, whoa. But I thought about that. And I thought it's really, really smart because then he's not, we're not all going to go out and buy that brand because right. it's what he uses. Uh, or wonder what it is he travels with. So it's kind of smart.
0: He's a prince. He doesn't need yeah, shampoo. Yeah, exactly. No, His not at all. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> radiant and magical on its own. So is it? So my father was actually. Uh, In radio as well, and I thought for a long time that's kind of where my career would ultimately take me. He was a DJ traveling across the country for years uh, before I was born and then even for a few after. Was radio your goal? Did you want to be... It's always what I wanted to do ever
1: since I popped out of my mother with a microphone and said, Good morning, Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) That joke
0: always gets a laugh. (laughs) <laughs> but you're you're in a producer role there as well. So, so how did the you transition from to, behind the scenes to on air?
1: Once they realize this guy's an idiot, he should be <laughs> on the air. He says really dumb things, so it works. Like I like I just I love the fact that we every morning go in and have fun and just to be idiots and entertain the city. You know, I mean, I I'm horrible at math. I can't spell. I you know. I, I'm the worst thing to the schooling system. like Because you look, this guy has a career, but he's learned nothing.
0: Right. I got kicked out of high school.
1: And look at you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay in school, kids. Yeah. Worked for 10 years. Yeah. Now I don't know what I'm doing, but we're having fun here. Yeah. What, what's your backup plan? Let's say radio dries up. What's your like fallback career thing? Oh, I've always thing?
1: wanted to drive a subway. Not the sandwich, like the actual thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Radio to Subway.
1: Yeah, just, I th- I'm not kidding. <laughs>
0: would you be, like, on the announcements yourself? Would you replace no, those that are automated. automated? Yeah, but yeah. I hate that they're automated. It would be so much more fun if it was, I mean... It- you get a lot of bad people, but you get the occasional good one. Like, there's some good bus well, drivers Well, last time I saw there. a
1: subway driver, like, the door was open. He was sitting there doing his bills and writing letters or postcards or something. I'm like, I want to do that.
0: So, okay. <laughs> you want it because it's an easy job. Yeah, absolutely. Of just, you just riding through the tunnels yeah. and, and doing the thing. Yeah. All right. So, Maury, I feel like we've probably been talking for five minutes or so already. This is, again, my first episode of Mistakes Were Was this were a mistake? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to oh. check my watch right now, but I think it might be time for us to do this thing. So we're going to read some uh, TIFU stories from Reddit. Are you guys familiar with, with TIFU and what that means? Today I fucked up. So oh, these are stories I was like, what does that, stand for? that are submitted anonymously on the subreddit, TIFU. And uh, we're going to read one together and then potentially talk about some of our own stories of screwing shit up. How much time do you have? Hopefully enough. Now, I brought a whole bunch of them. Do you want to grab one out of here?
1: Okay, and then you'll read it? Like, pick a card, any you card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one. Okay. Buying a bottle of wine at the movies.
0: Oh, this one's adorable, actually. So okay. th- this will put us down an adorable rabbit hole. <laughs> it's one of the only ones that I've actually read of the, uh, of the pack. I went to a fancy movie theater with a date and decided to buy a bottle of wine and ask for two glasses. The bartender says he needs two IDs, and I'm too lazy to go back to the seats to grab date's ID. So I told him I'm alone and was embarrassed to ask for just one glass. He was clearly sympathetic. Idiot me then tries to sell the story, and I continued on about how lonely I've been recently. He's a genius. He tells me he's off in a few minutes and insists on watching the movie with me. Oh, no. No, no, no. I try to fight it, but I could only argue so much without giving away the truth, and he insisted. So I texted my date what's happening, and we went back into the theater together. We sit a few rows in front of my first date. She has the stupidest grin on her face as we get settled. Turns out Jared, the bartender, is super cool and uh, bought the two of us another bottle during the movie. After the movie, I thanked him for his gesture, and he didn't even ask for my number or anything. I think Jared was just a genuine guy trying to comfort someone. I met uh, met back up with my date in the parking lot. Thankfully, she found the whole thing hilarious. I don't deserve Jared.
1: <laughs> okay, first of all, how did this guy not get in trouble for leaving his position and going in and sitting with this guy in the movie theater? maybe I mean it got him out of cleaning other theaters or doing whatever it is he had to do right but this guy's (laughs) a genius the bartender no the guy that went up and and yeah that guy's a genius
0: have you had any good moves like that on dates have you like turned a bad date around I
1: once made oh wow I remember this I once made a um, a CD where I talked about myself right because I was so tired of going on dates and talking about myself so I would give them a CD going just listen to this later (laughs) and I'M MARRIED! <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the inspiration Today, for that? Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> really, you're just going on so many dates and you're like, this is a good idea, if I give people something to take away...
1: Well, <laughs> then they can learn about me, rewind, fast-forward, you know, I missed that part, let's go back 30 right. seconds. You
0: really were cut out for radio. This is, uh... <laughs> Only a radio guy's uh, idea. That that's wonderful. This is all about me. Uh, let's talk a bit more about your husband because you almost made a big blunder. Like maybe I'll set this up by saying I proposed to my wife at Disney World, which is you know a lot of people picture. Oh, you did that in like front of the Magic Castle. I decided not to go that way. I did it privately in our hotel room. But you had a very public proposal.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It was certainly, it was uh, not a screw up at all. It was pretty no. awesome. because Yeah, Matthew it turned out well, but
0: like that's risky.
1: It very risky, right? What I always said, like if it didn't happen, I would never talk to him about it, and like you know, if they said no, I would never speak about it ever again, right? Um, so, just to dive right in, I proposed to Matthew on stage in Vegas in front of Mariah Carey because he said, <laughs> everyone turns to their husband going, "Screw you." <laughs> So I said because he said to me once he goes the only way I'll ever marry you is if you introduce me to Mariah Carey he was joking like because he's like the biggest fan and he's like I'll only marry you if I get to meet Mariah Carey I'm like right. okay
0: uh, <laughs> that is quite just the just feather kind of to keep of his in your fuck hand. up yeah
1: <laughs> um, so I it took a year to plan that and uh, in a way it, it's it's on YouTube Right. and every other website on earth
0: <laughs> how many times have you made international news now because the harry one, prince two. harry thing went around the world mariah carey was picked up a lot of places yeah prince harriet mariah carey yeah uh I th- two just the two okay. <laughs> so, so you gotta get a i mean the day's one. not over yet oh, <laughs> yeah. so rule of three is in entertainment yeah um I, I was gonna ask so how long have you been married now
1: uh, well, we've been together 12, married almost three. Okay. Yeah. And we just found our third wedding anniversary gift because you do, first one's paper, yeah. second one is cotton, and the third one is leather. Right. <laughs> Everyone goes to gay joke. Um, no, we found a leather chair. We're going to split on that, so that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, that's lovely. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, what are your plans for the rest of the summer? You got anything big coming up? You going any places?
1: Today we sat on the couch watching Forensic Files all day, so tomorrow who knows what's on.
0: <laughs> are you up and in the morning tomorrow for Kiss two five?
1: We are on vacation this week. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So,
0: you don't have to be up so early. I lied to you. Yeah, the whole reason <laughs> I, have, I have other guests who have other things, and I said, oh, Maury's got to be up early on the show. <laughs> Mistakes were made with this guy. <laughs> well, Maury... This was fantastic. Thank you so much for being my first guest. on mistakes were made. It. I didn't even get to tell you my actual story, which is great. Oh right, we skipped your story. Like I was just wrapping it up because I thought maybe we're out of time, but oh no, we do have time. Give yeah. it to me. Like, I thought it was we started. forgot about yeah, we forgot about okay. Canaries. So, so the thing, thing in radio—it seemed like a natural pause. <laughs> I told you guys this would be rough. You can always edit that, right? Yeah, but I won't. Oh. <laughs> I believe in honesty, so. Okay. I don't. Um,
1: so, um, the thing in radio is whenever you pre tape an interview or a television, yeah. if somebody swears, you beep it, right? It so, um, I made the mistake of not beeping something. So, I went in to interview Keanu Reeves for the first John Wick movie. Mm. And I, I went in, I'm like, I'm going to impress this guy. I'm just going to, you know, swear. It'll be awesome. So, I said to him, I go, I guess, tell me if I'm wrong. The plot of the movie is don't fuck with a man's dog. And he said, the, you know, something, something, fuck something. And I sent in the tape to our editors, like, you know, play it. And they back then were like, okay, if he, Maury sends it, we're going to air it. And it aired on the radio, <laughs> me going, don't fuck with a man's dog. <laughs> All I remember is just walking out of the room. Like, I was just okay. like, I'm gone. <laughs> uh,
0: didn't get in trouble, though.
1: No, everyone laughed. Thank yeah. God.
0: I, uh, I interviewed uh, Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling together for Blade Runner 2049 and uh, made the ballsy choice to just say, this movie was fucking awesome thinking that would be hilarious. And then, of uh-huh. course, Harrison Ford just clapped back immediately with, can you say fuck in space? Like, <laughs> oh. Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling, they're so on. Did anyone two. just
1: completely blank out when he said Ryan Gosling and just wants to know what is he like in person and up close?
0: So I can tell you another Ryan Gosling story.
1: Please, we have all the time in the world. Yeah.
0: Oh wait, so this is your show, not mine. Go ahead. Yes. Um, I actually met him when I was a kid, uh, auditioning up in Montreal. We were both out for an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And, of course, Ryan Gosling uh, Ryan Gosling uh, is also originally from Cornwall, which is where my parents are originally from so, uh, from. so my dad was aware of this kid from Cornwall. He was, like, part of the Mickey Mouse troop at that point, or had just landed that or something, and he introduced me to Ryan Gosling. And, um, you know, I have vague memory of that. He seemed pretty cool back then. We were just two, you know, 10-year-old kids around then. Uh, but then a few years back for Interspace was down at San Diego Comic-Con on the red carpet for Blade Runner 2049, and he's coming up to me, and I'm, like, ready to tell him the whole story of, oh, yeah, we met, like, back doing a Are You Afraid of the Dark at an audition, and before I could even get into whatever punchline I had ready for him, he's like, yeah, I never heard back about that one. <laughs> oh. Aced me right there. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford, of course, on that same press line. Uh, famously, I was like, oh, I'm just going to be honest with Harrison Ford about, you know, there's a lot of people trepidatious about Blade Runner 2049. It was, the original was a perfect film. Why make a sequel? So he actually comes up to me and I said, uh, Mr. Ford, I hope you appreciate my bravery here. But a lot of people feel the original is a classic, you know, why, why should we do a sequel? Why is now the the right time? Assure us that this is going to be good. And he just stared at me for a <laughs> moment. <laughs> Harrison Ford staring at you is a pretty scary thing. No shit. Yeah, Han Solo, Indiana Jones. Uh, okay, but then he broke and he just put his hand on my shoulder. He's like, oh, it's gonna be fine. And he just launched into a fantastic answer. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Who is your uh, like m- celebrity you would not want to encounter again? Uh, Carol Channing. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go like a little bit long, why? <laughs> Why Carol Channing? Because
1: I showed up at her hotel room but she forgot that she okayed it. And oh. so I walk in and she's like, who the hell are you and what are you doing here? Are you my driver? And I'm like, I'm not your... Di-. And she had no wig on at the time. She's just a
0: scary old woman. And I'm like,
1: I want my mommy.
0: So Carol Channing. There you go. Well, for more of Maury's antics, you got to tune in to Kiss 92.5 weekday mornings. Maury Sherman, thanks for making some mistakes with me. Well, big thank you again to Maury Sherman for agreeing to be my first guest and my apologies for cutting our interview so short. I made the mistake of booking four guests when three might have been more manageable and I was so concerned about the show going over time for our live audience that I didn't spend enough time with you. I hope you'll be my first guest to return for another edition of Mistakes Were Made in the Future. Also, I should apologize to Ryan Gosling. As my wife Zara pointed out after the recording, his reaction to my story of meeting at the Are You Afraid of the Dark audition was wasn't to say, oh, I never heard back about that one. It was, in fact, I'm still waiting to hear back about that one, which is much funnier than what I gave him credit for on stage and funnier than what I was planning on saying to him, which was something like, if you keep at it, maybe one day you'll also get to host a show on Basic Cable in Canada. Damn it, Ryan Gosling. Now, before I conclude this episode, I've got a sneak peek at next week's episode with Laura Vandervoort, just on the other side of this. This episode of Mistakes Were Made is brought to you by Regretfully, a new app to help you with all of your regrettable social media blunders. Beyond deleting your it was just a joke tweets from 2013 that could stand between you and that new job, Regretfully offers so much more. Have you found yourself struggling to explain to a coworker why you just like one of their photos at 1.36 in the morning where they're wearing a swimsuit from three years ago? Regretfully has a number of pre-written excuses and explanations ready to send at a moment's notice. Or if you're 17 comments deep into a political debate on the Facebook wall of someone you hardly even know and you're just realizing your plans for the day were entirely sidetracked as you spent five and a half hours verbally sparring with one of their friends who you've never even met and you'd like to take it all back? With just one click, Regretfully will delete your comments along with your entire Facebook account because no one should be on Facebook anymore anyway. Regretfully. Don't just regret it, regretfully it.
1: But the first gentleman I met, I was just cast a Supergirl. rolled up his pant leg and had my face tattooed on his calf.
0: So, and he's
1: like, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to run or like high five you. And then I think I said something like, you know, you're going to the grave with my face on your leg. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, good on you?
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, so that was like my first fan encounter. It, it, it,
0: then some it's other all people been kind of better since then.
1: Well, some people give me Ziploc bags with like white cream in it and I don't quite know what it is and they just like leave it on the table. Yeah. Yeah. One guy was like for our children and just like left. So. Guys, it's so much fun.
0: That was Laura Vandervoort, and for her full interview, you'll need to check back next Monday morning, the 10th of September, for the next episode of Mistakes Were Made. If you enjoyed this one, please leave a rating and tell your friends. I'm clearly still working on the format of the podcast, so I'd love your thoughts and reactions. Please send me any and all comments or criticisms. I'm AJ Fry. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the future.